Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Now to Trey Betty, brought to you by Asher Wrecker Service, 501-562-2293. Family owned and operated since 1980. Asher Wrecker, dependable towing and vehicle recovery service. Ask for Asher. Good afternoon, Trey. Hey, guys. I was uh, sharing earlier, talking about uh, an article on hogsports.com by Curtis Wilkerson, the basketball connoisseur of hog sports, and he had a story about tail of the tape, Arkansas versus Gonzaga. And um, I know you're rather young in compared to Rick and his exposure to the Arkansas history of basketball, football, and sports. But we were just talking about there's no flaw. When you start looking at all the numbers that Curtis compiled, there is, I mean, you can't find a flaw, it seems like, a weakness for this Gonzaga basketball team. And we kind of compared it uh, to the UNLV team that came to Fayetteville years ago with Larry Johnson when he told Coach Nolan Richardson, he needed some men. He needed some adults if they were going to play against the likes of UNLV. Um, but, boy, when you, when you look at um, Curtis's breakdown, this is one tough matchup. It makes you – and I'll answer Tony's question. Uh, he asked what kind of defense did Alabama play in that one of the three losses pinned to Gonzaga – I'm not sure they played a whole lot of defense. That is, at that time, I think Alabama just simply outscored them. Yeah. Uh, the Bulldogs, well, they played, 91-82. Like there was yeah. a lot of great Alabama defense. Alabama played really good defense on free throws, really good free throw defense. <laughs> they uh, they held, them to, held them to 52% from the free throw wow. line, which is uh, probably about 20 points below their um, – their average they are i mean they're they're not a great free throw shooting team i guess that would be the one um kink in the armor i guess 71.2 percent that's 189 nationally that's where arkansas has a little bit of an advantage 75.9 percent number 45 nationally so um when you look at it just on paper side by side it just looks like there's no way in the world arkansas has a chance to to beat gonzaga Uh, but there are other factors obviously arkansas plays uh, a much tougher conference uh, basketball than than gonzaga plays they've played some big teams obviously um but and have beaten some big teams but yeah when you look at them side by side it just it looks like they don't even belong on the same court together how valuable tra- how valuable trait do you think going back to playing number one arkansas had not had much success playing the number one team in the country uh mm-hmm. but how much and i think it's timely in this regard just playing auburn not that long ago when Auburn was the number one team in the entire land. Yeah, I mean, what do they have? Just a couple of wins over number one all time. Yeah. And one of them was this season. That's so, right. Uh, it's pretty recent, yeah. I mean, one in a row. It, it can, one in a row. It can be done. Gonzaga didn't go out undefeated. They they lost games, you know. So it's, it's going to take Arkansas's best effort. I don't think there's any question about that. It can't be one of those days where J.D. Note gets in early foul trouble or Devo Davis just isn't uh, finding his groove or, um, you know, Chris Likes isn't, as I said yesterday, the, the Chris Likes that we like. He's the Chris Likes we don't like. Um, 
you know, all kinds of things like that. You need a great day from Stanley and Muday, I think, particularly from shooting from three. Um, and Jalen Williams needs to, to have a his greatest day ever probably uh, because Gonzaga's really strong down low. So uh, it's just going to take great gritty defense. I mean, I think the uglier the game looks, probably the more that's going to favor Arkansas. So um, make it scrappy and gritty, and that should favor the Hogs in this one. Again, Gonzaga should beat Arkansas by just about every metric, but – this is March Madness. I mean, it, it's not like uh, we're sitting here with 16 seeds in the top 16 seeds. It's not all ones and fours left. You know, it's um, it, it's <laughs> it's a There's mix of all kinds. Of, yeah. and a 12. Yeah. 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 Uh, you know, not just ones and fours, but uh, so there there's a there's a lot of. Uh, you know, there's a lot of chaos with this tournament. so, And that's what Arkansas probably needs, a little bit of chaos to, to be on their side, as well as playing one of their better games. J.D. Note like he did against Kentucky, you know. Um, Jalen Williams like he was playing in February. Those types of things would go a long way in this one. You know, I think the game plan should be start Chris Likes and figure out a way that he gets fouled on every possession. <laughs> they'll score. They'll score on every possession. Yeah. The guy's guy's amazing. It's interesting. Eddie Sutton used to have a, a theory, uh, particularly if Arkansas was an underdog, which was rare when he was there. Say, well, you know, if, if we played them ten times, they might win eight. But and that's kind of the way I look at this one. Is if Arkansas and Gonzaga played a series, Gonzaga would win. But this is one game, and on one game, mm-hmm. Arkansas can win. It'll be tough, one but game. they can win. Anything That's can right. happen. That's right. Yep. And what style of game, guys? I think it'll Ugly. be up-tempo. Don't you think? <laughs> I think Arkansas it, It's probably going to be, but, but I think it would be of, to Arkansas's benefit. I mean, uh, Gonzaga, excuse me, they've scored under 80 points, I think, just five times all season. Wow. Um, you know, Arkansas has played some lower-scoring games, obviously. The last one was low-scoring. Um, as ugly as that one was, the the letter W is still pretty. So yep. um, whatever you can do, I mean, I guarantee you, you know, com- people complaining about, and I was right there. I mean, it was, it was an ugly game. Um, but I guarantee you there are, you know, 16 teams that lost over the weekend that would trade yep. places with Arkansas right now. That's right. So figure out a way to get it done. If it's ugly, then it's ugly. Yep. That's However, right. you can do it. I think this is the the other unknown. Do you see Eric Musselman playing? I mean, this 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 game reminds me of Coach Richardson doing what he used to do, the unexpected. I've always used the example of Kim Biley starting the game in Charlotte for the national championship. I mean, you could have blown this all away. I, I don't. But Ricky he had Bob- at least played. What are you suggesting? Had- starting Connor Vanover? I mean, well, I'm could, just saying. Why not, I'm- huh? They they they're big. I mean, yeah, Zaga's big. But when or Kamani Johnson? Time- well, Kamani Johnson will play. But when's the last time Vanover's even been in a game? But now, would you have said before it played before the game against yes. Vermont yes. in New Mexico State? Would you yes. say Kamani Johnson was going to play? Yes. Okay, yeah. thank you. And he hasn't. Yeah. So there's no guarantee yeah. he's going to play. But Gonzaga's a much bigger team. I, I think he'll definitely play against them, at least some. But, you know, that does beg the question. And, and again, hey, when Conover has played this year, he hadn't been as good as he was in previous. So would he play? Would he gamble and put him out there and say, okay, 
you play underneath the basket and, and block this guy's shot? Because he can block shots. That's the one thing he can do. You call him Conover. A lot of people do that. Oh, I don't know why, Con- why it's Conor so. Conover Vanover, I'm sorry. For some for some reason, yeah. it rolls off the tongue. People say Conover all the time. <laughs> I know. Gee, Connor Vanover, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's. there's I mean, is that what big. you're suggesting, Randy? That he might do the totally unthinkable? You just get through saying their size, and then you go through all the different metrics. I mean, this is arcade. Yeah, I'm sorry, though. I I wish the best for Connor. Yeah. He has done nothing this year that proven that he deserves to be playing. I mean, he just – and he hasn't been for a reason. He just – he has not had a very good year, and I I think probably has regressed since he got to Arkansas. Yeah. Well, he hasn't played probably at least a month. Yeah, but the but the question is, what if they've worked the heck out of him this week, and you know that Musselman's scouting reports are as good as any in the country, and they say, okay, Connor, you haven't played, but this is your chance. This is and your role for this may, game. Yeah, I'm not. Hey, we may be so far off base it's totally absurd, but I guess we shouldn't be shocked if that happened. Arkansas hadn't played anybody with got two guys out there like Gonzaga has. Yeah, yeah. Jabari Smith and Kessler. Yeah, but you know Jabari Smith. Yeah, maybe so, because because Jabari Smith was more of an outside guy and Kessler inside. So I guess you're right there. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, with um, I I just, I think Kamani makes more sense. You know, yeah. maybe playing Trey Wade more, just in the fact that yeah. you know you can get physical with those guys. You're not gonna you're not gonna beat them on on height and all that kind of stuff. But no. you know, Kamani, he's just so physical that he could he could maybe cause some problems in that regard yeah yeah knock him around a little he'll bit fa- knock him around a little on, bit he'll foul on the Chet first Holmgren's rebound yeah, tall and skilled dizzy. but he's also skinny <laughs> make him dizzy when they go to the free throw line you <laughs> That's know right. they're reeling from that uh, mm-hmm. hard foul that he, that he had uh all right Trey, i'm switching gears just for a moment and uh this is another headline and uh, this by Danny. It says uh, Tuesday recruiting notes: more prospects lining up Arkansas visits. And the reason why I bring this up once again, it, it's it's almost um, again unprecedented what this staff continues to do. They're not just bringing in um, you know a two star, maybe a three star now and then. They're continuing to bring on, whether it be the high three-star that should be a four-star or four-star otherwise. But, again, they are continuing to rack up these. And I realize, okay, a visit is a visit. But you got to get them on campus. That's, I mean, we all know that. Got to get them on campus mm-hmm. to have really a realistic chance in most cases of being able to, to maybe gain a commitment from a player. But, um is this bar just continuing? I know you've already set the bar next year for victories at 10. I mean, gee, my knee. But uh, <laughs> I guess if you're going to set the bar at 10, then you better start getting uh, more four-stars than what you are right now, right? you got to win with good players before you can win with great players. And uh, there, this the thing about this weekend, Randy, I don't know if you're looking at the years, but a lot of these guys are 2024, 2025 players coming from – you know, all over the place, Missouri, Georgia, Florida, um, you know, coming from, from all over the place. So it, it feels like this is maybe 
you know, has a younger feel to it uh, than, than some recent weekends. But they've done a great job of getting in, you know, really highly regarded guys in. And that's, you know, if you, if you get enough of those guys in, then you're not going to get all of them. But, you know, as, as this deal goes, if you want one wide receiver, then you offer 10 wide receivers. So uh, you have to recruit at a high level and, high, and a bunch of players and, I think they've done a great job getting guys in. That's something that really handicapped them early on in recruiting. Just not, you know, being a new staff and, you know, not having developed relationships, you know, with people in the region, with recruits in the region over years. And then not only that, but not being able to host them on campus because of, you know, the the COVID-19 pandemic. So that put them in, you know, and you, you can say there are plenty of other you know, people that dealt with that. You know, with Pittman, I really think that his strength is getting one-on-one with a guy and, and their family, and I think we've all seen that. So, I mean, they're still number three in recruiting right now, and it's been like that for a while. Again, we all expect that to eventually knock down, but how much, how high can they get, you know, be ranked? They've never been ranked this high at this time in the year, so that's a pretty good sign. It's a pretty good start. Um, and, you know, they're not just – they're not just focusing on 2023s. They're on 2024s, 2025s. So they're they're planning for the future. And this is also the first time that they've recruited off of some success. I mean, they haven't had anything to recruit off of, off hope. Even Landon Jackson said he probably would have come to Arkansas, but he's not going somewhere they'd won two games. Huh. You know, he's got every reason. He's got family and friends in Arkansas, every reason to go to Arkansas. But he's not going two wins. You know, that didn't – that's, that isn't – nobody wants to go be part of a losing program. They may be a part of a program that they can they feel like is headed in the right direction and can rebuild, uh, but they've got a lot of momentum right now, and I, it does feel like they're really capitalizing on it with bringing in some quality recruits uh, the way they have. And, again, not just the 2023 cycle, but all the way out to 2025. Uh, this basketball note real quick, this also came off of hogsports.com. Uh, five-star guard Anthony Black has set his date uh, for a decision that will be as expected. Well, I say as expected. We've been hearing this now for a while. That it was going to be the McDonald's All-American game, and that will be March 28th. And mm-hmm. uh, it appears it's down to Arkansas, Gonzaga. And I think the G League is gaining some traction, maybe just a little bit. But um, it's definitely one of his five options, I guess, Arkansas, Gonzaga, G League, Oklahoma State, TCU. Um, so, yeah, just a, a week away, I guess, from finding out where Anthony Black is going to go finally. So that's that could be a big piece. You know, there's been some predictions for Gonzaga lately. Uh, I'm not sure that anybody knows, you know, too far outside of his inner circle. But I know that Arkansas coaches felt really good about the visit that he had with them. Um, so, but that's the last I've heard about it. You know, so they they felt good when he left. That's that's all I know right now. Uh, this from Floyd. Holy smokes! How many times did you post that? One, two, three, four, more. Only, only need it one time, Floyd. Twice, if need be. On our Asher Record Service Company live feed feedback, I guess Floyd more to make sure I can read all these. Uh, according to Chuck Barrett, Connor Vanover got sick, lost weight. Right. He thinks he may not be healthy. Still, well, if if that's still the case, but that was 
you know, that's what happened weeks prior ago. to last season. Right, and it happened again. So he's getting sick over January. and over again. Yeah, maybe so. But I, it did happen sometime in January. So, but you'd think by now he'd have his strength back and be ready to go, right? You'd think so. Yeah. Let's talk with uh, Jason. Jason, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Trey? Yeah. Hey guys, uh, I just wanted to ask Trey. I know Danny handles recruiting, but just wanted to kind of pick his brain a little bit on, on UCF. You know, he got a uh, commit from the Ford kid. You know, Jordan Dominic went down there. Obviously, they're pretty involved with quarterback Malachi. Um, you know, that, that's a, an attractive part of the country, and they've got Gus. Um, you know, what they're joining the Big 12. Uh, do you see them as a big player? What do they look like from uh, name, image, likeness, type of money they can throw around? And uh, just what kind of competition do you think they'll be for? Seems like we're involved with a lot of the same kids. I'll hang up and listen. Mm-hmm. Appreciate Thank you, Jason. Yeah. I mean, UCF holds themselves in high regard. They should. They, you know, they, they've done some good things. Um, Arkansas shouldn't be com- competing head-to-head with UCF in recruiting. Um, Jordan Dominic went down there. I think it was, you know, he's got some uh, connections. Maybe his girlfriend goes to school there, something like that. Uh, he tweeted pretty quickly after the visit that he was still committed to Arkansas. He and George Tripp still committed to Arkansas. Um, Singleton's uncle, his mother's brother, played at UCF. So he's obviously got some family ties to that too. And I think those are the main, you know, correlations you're seeing, seeing why UCF would be, um, you know, competing with Arkansas um, for, for various athletes. He's also going to Virginia Tech. I mean, I get that there's a family connection. I would, I would think Virginia Tech would be more competition for Singleton than, than UCF. Um, I don't know. He's coming off of a visit there, and I'm sure he enjoyed it. Um, but I don't know. It's just straight up. I, I don't. I don't know of many instances where Arkansas has lost a recruit to UCF head to head. And uh, I think the girlfriend was. The, it's not like the primary reason why. Yeah. Uh, the visit was made to begin with. Uh, she mm-hmm. goes to Central Florida. Is my understanding. Uh, Trey, this was uh, oh, about the guru of all gurus, Mel Kuyper. He had his latest mock draft, and he has got at number 28, which I have to admit, I would be thrilled being a Packer fan. But he's got at number 28 going to the Green Bay Packers, Traylon Burks. I'm surprised Burks yeah. has fallen this far. You think it was yeah, the 4 well, five, five, I, 40? I, I can tell you from talking to his agent that not one single NFL team has issued concerns over Traylon Burks' speed. Yeah, that's so. Despite his 4 five, five. Yeah. Um, and I think, but I think for people that put these lists together, you know, they, they see not a dominant um, combine workout and probably – one reason they have him a little bit lower. I'm sure Mel Kuyper has people on various teams that he talks to that he can, you know, get information from on where guys should stand. And But I, I, I guarantee he's not talking to all 32 teams. And as the old saying goes, it just takes one team to jump up and get you to fall in love with you. So I think that Burks is going to go somewhere in the first round, um, but I just don't know where. I know that he's not going to be in, in Las Vegas for the draft. And if you are a team that's drafting, let's say in the top 20, 
top 15. You're going to play down Traylon Burks when you're talking to yeah. Mel Kuyper because you don't want that attention being brought to him. You you want him to fly as low as underneath the radar as possible so that if you really want him, then unless you would be willing to trade up to get him. But, yeah, uh, I mean, they're, they're, these guys are notorious for sandbagging. They are. I mean, they're not going to tell, you know, everything that they're thinking. But at the same time, you know, I don't think that – I would hope that, you know, with all the resources these NFL teams have with their scouts and, um, you know, talent evaluators, that they're not going to ESPN to see who Mel Kuyper thinks they should draft. Yeah. <laughs> that they have their own big board. Well, the one that uh, you've used before – I'm going to start using it now. Did anybody from Alabama, did any of those players ever catch Burks? Nope. They hadn't caught him yet. And if he wanted, if he could, he's still running if he chose to. All right, Trey, we'll talk to you tomorrow. That's Trey Biddy of hogsports.com being brought to you by Asher Record Service.